What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? We are Pro Wrestling Edge. I am the original Brokowski, and we are coming to you with another great one, or I should say a flappy one here for you. But you know what? Who's flying in on my shoulder here? Jordan, Jaybird, how you doing, bro? Pretty deep, boys. Let's get flop houses fuck tonight. That is right. The name's so nice, you gotta say it twice. Nick the Gooch. One more time, Nick the Gooch. What up, though? Man, I am getting anxious. We are two weeks out from me popping my flop house cherry. Got a virgin over Ooh. here, yes, sir. And I'm fucking excited. Yes, that big fucking fist, baby. Mm-hmm. Raging. And as always, big cares. What up, though? What's up, Brokowski? I think, you know, you guys already said it. We're all excited for this one. Very excited for this one. We got some talking to do. We're going to talk a little bit about shows coming up. We're going to talk a little bit about some shows in the past. But he's a great friend. And we'll have a good and time. And I don't know if you guys can take the hint or not, but uh, the traveling crew is hitting. They're packing the shit up. They're hitting the road. we going down south again. And Nick the Gooch gets to tag along with us because we are going to be going to Flop House. Shake it, back, baby. We're going, going back, back to Indy, Indy. Ooh, I like that. That is true. Add <laughs> <laughs> up. And I, I got a cool little surprise to make it a little bit more flop house. You know, I got this, uh, got this inflatable uh, unicorn sprinkler just to brighten things up at the show. It's gonna be a fun time. That's gonna be cool. It's gonna be sweet. It'll definitely fit in with the theme there. So we will get into that a little bit later when we have our guest on. So this past weekend. The Kaz brothers, Brokowski and Jaybird, they had some family things. They were hanging out, partying, getting drunk with the fam. But Nick the Gooch and myself, we went to Horror Slam. That we did. And boy, did we get a show. We started off the show with some, some bad news. And this goes out to Chuck and his daughter. She came down with COVID. He wasn't able to appear at the show. I hope she gets well. That's a shout out from all of us. So then that leaves us. He was supposed to fight Aiden Blackheart. So Aiden started the show, come out and delivered the message and said, who, who am I fighting tonight? Nick the Gooch, who did we get? Oh, we got the man, the Duke, John Wayne Murdoch, coming out and accepting an open challenge from Aiden Blackheart. And what a fucking match it was, man. You should have seen how they had the ring set up. Normally, you see a ring set up with light tubes around the edge with on the ropes. They not only had light tubes, but they had carpet strips, too. They had Legos, frying pans, and even a flaming bat. Yes. Fire. I know, man. There was some fire. That there shit looked insane. Fire. And that was our main event. That's how the show ended was it, with that craziness. We had... A really good show, actually, the whole night. Uh, our guest from last week, old school Rick Cartier, went up against Brutus Atwell. And boy, man, that kid's head is hard. I'll tell you what. Dude, I'm liking that Brutus kid, man. The more and more I see of him, the more and more I like him. You know, and I that going places. I had the opportunity, and I jumped out and made sure I got his autograph on the old uh, Gucci survival belt over here, man. I had to catch his because that match would just for my first time actually seeing him in a real match against 
Rick Cartier of all people, he put on one hell of a show. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was hard hitting. I got a good picture of Brutus's back. He had thumbtacks and carpet strip staples like stuck in his back. They got bloody. And I don't know if you guys have seen old school's post about his arm, man. He thought he like tore a bicep that night. I was there. I seen that thing goose egg up. I seen the bruise. It was pretty gnarly. So it literally looked like somebody surgically implanted two fucking softballs into his arm. It was instantly bruised up, swelled up. It looked gross, man. So we had that one. Uh, Rick came up on top. Who broke the ceiling? Okay. I seen somebody broke broke the the ceiling. ceiling. Who broke the ceiling? So we had the pleasure of having a great triple threat match that night. Two of them at that. Two of them. This one involved AVZ. The 24 karat lion, Jeremiah Goldman, and none other than Effie. Daddy. Effie. And oh man, did Effie. Oh, he he delivered, man. He definitely delivered for Horror Slam. Yeah, I bet, man. He always puts on a great show. We've seen him at uh, GCW, and I, I was real glad I was able to see him there. I was jealous that I wasn't able to see him here. The, the ceiling on that one was broken. He was going to suplex. I believe it was Jeremiah and just put him right through the ceiling. Literally just put him right through. You, you've been to the, you've been to uh, victory gym. You know what the vent I'm talking about. The little three by three vent that seems to be directly yeah. over the center of the ring. Put him right through it. The whole thing fell down. It he was, got the pin. Effie won the match. Like, they wrestled around that for a minute. They didn't stop, of course. You don't stop. There's why. They finished the match, and we had a superhero that night. Greg the Mark, he came out, and he come up there and was like, I could fix this, cut this, put this, put the thing back together so we could finish the night. We still had two matches after that one. That yeah, was definitely good. Good thing he came I, in handy. My one favorite match had to definitely have been MM3 versus Satu Jin, man. That was a hard-hitting match. And, you know, MM3 is always going to put on a damn good show. I got a nice little spot where Satu was outside of the ring. He told us to move because we got the front seats. As soon as I moved, I'm still recording at this time. All you see is MM3 jumping through the ropes, man, right on top of Satu Jin, rolled through the, like, Four rows of fucking chairs, man. It was a great fucking spot. We, we had some prime seats. We had a lot of spots happening in front of us. But we did have a confrontation between after Effie's match. He was walking out, and MM3 came out to help his pal, his friend, Jeremiah. And Effie and MM3 stood face-to-face, so I was kind of hyped up, you know, like thinking, ooh, what can happen here? And that's not where it ended, though. After MM3 choked out Satu Jin with Zeke's belt, he picked up the mic and called out Effie. While Effie's sitting at his merch table. It was a stare down, brother. No, They did not break through the entire time that MM3 oh, was fucking. So, I'd love to see that. That'd be a great match. Here's the hoping that they can get Effie back out and make this MM3 versus Effie match happen because, dude, I'm talking, that's going to blow the roof off the fucking place. 
banger of a match. Yeah, man, just making me real jealous and not being able to make it to the horror slam show. I really wanted to go, but yeah, yeah we want to hear shit going funny? on. So it's not on a while. I have Annabelle with me, right? And I'm letting her buy some merch because it's her first show back in a while because of COVID. We go up to Effie right away. And yes, it's Horror Slam. It's a smaller venue. It, it's loud as hell. So Annabelle, we both buy the same same 8x10. And he signs hers to Bella. And he, I tell him, he, he goes, who do I make yours out to? I go, Nick. He goes, is that with a K? I'm like, yeah. He writes down Mick. Like fucking Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I'm not mad. I love Effie. I, I got a kick out of it, man. You guys can see there. Too Mick. That's awesome. I love dude. that. But, dude, I loved it. I loved every second of it. Got his signature on my belt, too, after the show. Got to talk to him for a good hot minute. He's a really cool fucking dude, man. Really good dude. But yeah, it was cool to chat with that GCW when uh, we went there. I was able to talk with him there for a little bit. <clears throat> I, brought well, that, uh, I brought that night up, that show. They fought Alley Cat. That shit was dope. Oh, my God, yeah. I'd like to see them tag up against a couple of... Uh, Boosie. I players. think that's what they call themselves. Boosie. Yeah. Something F like... Effie and Alley Cat. Like that. There's a couple people I'd like to see them tag against. The funny part of the, the triple threat match with Effie, Jeremiah, and ABZ. So, you know, when ABZ comes out, he's got his, you know, cup holder with the Starbucks cup in it normally, right? Well, for this yeah. match, those cups had certain, uh, you know, special surprises inside of them. They weren't just coffee. One had thumbtacks. Two of them had a certain type of water that got spit into ABZ's mouth or face. I forget what the other one had, but the first one that was used had a dildo in it. Effie grabs the cup, pulls the dildo out, and proceeds to beat up AVZ and Jeremiah with the dildo. Dude, that had the entire place dying, man. And then, Love it, man. And then, and then, and then oh, oh, I know, man. This is so then, horrible. And then there's a spot with Effie and Jeremiah. You could take this one, big case. Well, Effie. On his merch table, he had trays, rolling trays. I and like it. He, he stuck the dildo to the top of the, the rolling tray <laughs> and then proceeded to slam Jeremiah onto the dildo right up his butt. Yeah, that, was awesome. a wrestling move. that was a wrestling move that happened that night. The dildo stand, when you said he stood it straight up, it made me remember when we seen the dildo at the the food table at Flop House, just yes. sitting there on the corner, hung it lip <laughs> off the side. I still I still believe I have that picture of uh, our friend Chris Kohlenberg at the table pointing at the dildo. What's <laughs> the penis? <laughs> Shit gets crazy down there at Flop House, man. I'm excited you guys are about to go. <clears throat> Jordan's virginity got taken in the wintertime, but today that is a uh, shake and bake. He'll be able to get the full experience. Fans coming back. You know, and then we're forgetting about there was another just incredible match. It was DTA defending their tag team titles against the Bitcoin boys. Oh, that's right. There's no shade to either one of these teams, man. DTA 
what can you say about them? They're they're DTA. They're dominant. They are the champs, and that's they for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. But Bitcoin boys, man, they're impressive, and we're always been a big fan of them guys. And man, I thought they were going to win the titles back that night. They did not lay down for DTA at all. Oh, it was close the entire match too, man. Like it was damn near blow for blow for a minute there. What got had me worried is they had Jack Price cornered off away from his partner. So Jack, Jack Price definitely took a beating that night. Yeah, Eric, Eric and Eric and Mikey, man, they they did a really good job keeping them isolated like that. And I feel like if they would have had room to fly. It would have been a different outcome. They ended up did lose in the DTA. Well, I think we're getting our guests coming in now. <laughs> can, can you can hear you, us? Can you hear us in the land me? of flop house? Hello. Hello. Schwartz. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Is this thing on? <laughs> yeah, I have to. I'm, I'm being an old Jewish guy for a second. <laughs> Welcome Hello back for you. Hello. Thank you. It's exciting to be back. I love being on the show. It's been so long. It has. It's been quite a few episodes. And we got you back on here. You've been doing a lot of things around the scene at RPW. You got some. A lot of things that you've done with Private Stash over the time, the last time that we've seen you. Yes. And then you also got a show coming up yourself. I do. We got a little shake and bake coming up. So I'm really excited about that. It's nice to be back outdoors. We're going to be in our original location that we were at. And uh, that's going to be super exciting. It's going to be nice. That first show we had had like a super cool vibe and a super cool energy. And I, I can't wait to get it back. It, it really did. It was its own uniqueness, just the, the feeling of it and how where we were at. It was a great spot. There was so much space and to fit that many people. It, it was awesome. I'm really excited to, to get the, these guys, the, the two, uh, the one virgin and uh, Jordan here down for uh, to, to experience for themselves. Oh, man, this is so. So we're, we're really excited to do this show, too, because this is the last time we're going to be at this location. Um, we got a lot of cool things that just happened with Flophouse. Uh, we were forced, the, the, the guy that we were, so, so obviously we're in, we're, we're backyard wrestling, doing it right. So uh, we're in a backyard naturally. <laughs> and uh, the gentleman is getting what we call a privacy fence. So uh, we won't be able to run shows after May in this area, but we just secured a new location and we're going to be making some announcements. And we've got something really killer lined up coming up here real soon that I can't wait to announce. <laughs> Definitely excited to hear about it, man. Yes. And what I'm excited to hear about right off the bat, sorry, non-wrestling related, the menu at Flophouse. Uh-oh. Flophouse burger I've been hearing about, man. Yes. So a Flophouse burger is uh, I believe it's $5 and you get, it's a burger with pulled pork. Um, what else do we put on there? There was another meat. I think it was like bacon. 
or it's like mac and cheese. I can't remember. You know, the chef is actually Hoodfoot on this one. Um, nice. But it's like three meats on a burger, and we top it off with uh, with with grill, uh, baked mac and cheese instead of cheese on a cheeseburger. And it's right there. Oh, dude. It's like it's five fantastic. bucks. It's basically diabetes in a burger. I'm excited. I had the rum ham at the last one. We do. We're going to have rum ham again. We're definitely yes. going to have rum ham again. Return of rum ham. And then yes. uh, we're going to be doing deep fried uh, Uncrustables. So those will be on the menu too. And we're going to have different things inside of those Uncrustables. It won't just be peanut butter and jelly. Nice. As like well, that. $10 all yeah. you can drink jungle juice. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, it's not bad at all. Juice, man. These kids don't know. We're gonna, I'm going to introduce a whole new generation of jungle juice. Of getting oh, a yeah. mass amount of people drunk in a small area for a very good price. An art. So let's go back and talk a little bit. You guys are very present on IWTV right now with Flophouse Wrestling and the private staff. We are. So exactly how many private stash episodes are out right now? Oh my god, I think we're at uh, I think we hit like eight episodes of private stash and they were all filmed over what's considered winter pandemic. Yeah, we, no, we put together yeah, we put together put together eight episodes. It was uh you know, we're a new company. There's there's people like limitless and paradigm pro and they're like they've been around for a couple years they've been able to dig in we had two shows when like at best when we started private stash so like to have eight episodes was a true blessing the fact that we have more shows than months in business is also kind of like crazy we were just talking about our our what we had like what we had accomplished because we had to talk about where we were going but when you do that you look at where you've been because you got to compare it and we're like holy shit, we, we did a lot with, like, very little resources. We, we were kind of like Survivor Man out here, pro wrestling. And it was really a lot of people who, like, we told them we didn't have much of a budget. I don't know what we could do. A bunch of wrestlers just said they wanted to wrestle. They couldn't not wrestle over pandemic. I mean, a lot of people contributed to those private stashes, too. And, and just even the bigger events, like New Wave Pro uh, gifted us their arena during winter and it got really cold eventually but i mean that was more of a building than we had um the compound that was gifted to us by a near and dear wrestler that we all know i mean didn't charge anybody just just wanted wrestling to thrive so like the idea of private stash and what it ran on is actually cool when you know what what created it and with that being said you know you, you've heard us say it over and over again about you but we praise on how you during that time you gave a lot of these up and coming wrestlers who had no notice to them in the industry. You gave them that opportunity to shine and present themselves to the business. And that that's just absolutely awesome of you guys to do that too. Ah, it's, 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 it, I appreciate that. I got it. There was things that I didn't like and it, there becomes a point where you realize you're just complaining and you're not changing anything. So I guess I got to that point. I guess I was like, well, what the fuck am I doing? I'm bitching in the wind. Like, that's not helping anything. I'm just mad. It's creating negative energy. It's like, okay, well, like, listen to what you're saying. What's wrong with it specifically? How can you fix it? 
And when you really like, I know it sounds easy when you break it down like that, but it is, it's kind of hard to sit down and realize what you're, what's, what's really wrong and, and just take fixing. It's not an easy task, but once you realize what you're doing, it, it eventually flows. Like you got a lot of guys like uh, Dread King Logan. There's a guy right now who's like very positive and uplifting when you, yeah, fuck yeah. He's very positive and uplifting when you talk to him. He's, uh, you know, he, you just, you just got to have your, you just got to make better. You just got to make better choices. You seem to get that message out to a group of wrestlers that are all in on that. And that's what's making Flophouse the product enjoyable for all of us. I appreciate that. Now, yeah, it almost seems like. On? I'm sorry. Go ahead, Josh. I was saying, uh, going off of the talent, everybody you guys are bringing in, it almost seems like you guys have adapted the anything you can do, I can do better mentality match-wise because every single match seems like it's like, okay, that was a banger. The second match is like, okay, that was nice, but watch what we can do. It's going to be better than what you just put on. It's just every match has been on fire, and it's a great story that you guys have been telling too along the like way. It's not even – it's funny you say that because I, I absolutely agree, but it's how that happens is not actually – it's not me. What, I'll, I'll write the card. Everyone knows, okay, obviously there's a promoter, a promoter writes – or a booker, a booker writes a card, and, like, it's pretty common knowledge. All I can do is put that card together. The fact that, like, these guys come out and are like, yeah, you did that, I'm going to do this, and then just match after match. It's the guys and the girls, and, 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 and they just look at each other and they're like, well, I'm going to top that, I'm going to top that, I'm going to top that. And everyone's just constantly at, like, friendly competition with each other. It's insane. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, at some points I looked at people like, and I know you should just let people go hard, I was looking at people and saying, you know, this is, you don't have, you don't have to, you don't have to. And they're like, fuck no. This is like, it's, it's oh, fuck no. We're going to go hard. Like the energy that gets into these motherfuckers is insane. And we're, all we're doing is we're in the same building, like redistributing positive energy to each other. And we're putting on banger matches. You guys were there. It's, it's a very, for, for a long day, because it is a long day of two episodes. We filmed two episodes in one day. For those of you that don't know, uh, Day is pretty positive. Yeah, we were yeah. there. Man, probably, so the, the day before we for the Christmas special was what like six six and a half hour show. It felt like yeah. And then the private stash I think was even longer. Those were long long days of taping, and you guys all put in the work. Nobody left early. A, did everything. It's crazy. Yeah, you know you were there. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you were there both days. I forgot about it. yeah. Long days. Yeah. yeah, long days. Yeah, it's great. Time, that time BBE is, uh... definitely helped out. <laughs> well, yeah, you I gave us the opportunity on Private Stash Two to do the commentary for you, and that was absolutely amazing. It's absolutely across the board, and to like see <laughs> to see it from that angle to have a story tell when Mickey Knuckles is dr drowning Dale Patrick's in a jacuzzi with his ass out. <laughs> I didn't know how to call that. I. But we made, we, you know, we made it through, and thank you. That oh, was like you see it for us. It's a, it's, it's not like opportunities across the board. There's not just wrestling is far from the only position in in rest in wrestling, being a wrestler. So like you have so many other working parts, and if you don't give opportunities in those categories and in those departments, other people can't develop there too, and you're stuck with like Jim Ross. No offense, but like modern day, Jim Ross isn't as dope as he was in 1997. Yeah. Like, 
you got to move on. Jim Ross has got to teach somebody to uh, to do better. See my dog. One second. See my dogs in the kitchen. Y'all want to see me yell at my dog? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Get out of the kitchen! <laughs> That's it. Pro wrestling edge. You've seen the shoot video. Me shooting at my dog. Favorite <laughs> <laughs> of uh, Schwartz's place there. So let's talk about your work with some uh, RPW. You've been involved yes. with them, like, from the get-go. And lately at Slamdemic, you became the first ever Dabsky Invitational winner that came with the awesome-ass trophy. I am. <laughs> I am. All by myself. All by myself. No, that is uh, – RPW has been an – awesome place to be right now um i was the first show i was at i had contact i wasn't originally on it i had contacted him he has seen my work chris had was familiar i said absolutely it was very easy you know it's not normally easy to get a spot on any show he he, he was really welcoming to me as i guess what i'm trying to portray and uh from the get he's been an absolute blessing in my life because he's gotten behind me as a wrestler and helps me with my brand and on top of it and on the side he also supports Flophouse and um Flophouse and RPW are working on a relationship if if we don't already have a decent one uh, at the moment and we're going to be doing some things in the future so you know I look at RPW it's been giving me quality matches it's been giving me quality exposure and it's been giving me quality people and business to interact with. All those commercials you see me do in Toledo, uh, now that I'm the used car, the late night used car salesman of Toledo, Ohio, like that's Chris. That was RPW. They got all that for me. They've, they've been a real blessing in, in my life and they've been a real blessing in the business. They've, a lot of the guys, a lot of the guys have benefited greatly from that place. And um, you, you don't, you don't see places like that all the time. No, they've been just as incredible. They are marking out a path for themselves in a different style of wrestling that isn't really going in that direction down in Toledo. So they're they're putting uh, putting out something really great, and we like that shit too. I'll be honest with you, uh, and and everybody has their opinion on wrestling. Nobody's dumping on anything, but the wrestling that's in that area within a hundred miles let's say has just kind of been the same and while it fits for a good amount of people it doesn't fit for everybody and you can't complain that some people are creating an alternative and i think it's nice that an alternative is being creative because steel sharpens steel and i'm telling you right now rpw is fucking steel so you better come at them with some steel you're just get knocked down they're a great company. They've got a solid base. They've got a good business ethic. They're, cre- they're giving you a completely different vibe. That's all. And it works. And people love it. It's funny. You know, Chris Kohlenberg joined us on the very first Flophouse trip and was our special guest down there. Yeah. On that episode that we came to. You guys went late night Nate Webbing. <laughs> yes, that's a thing. That's a that's a real thing in the in the indie wrestling world. You went late night. Wait, what? Nate Webbing. That was an incredible experience. Yes. 
Well, he might be, you know, he might not be wrestling or anything like that, but he lives in the area. He loves us here at Flophouse. I'm not saying he is or anything. I don't want to false advertise, but, you know, he's, he, he might show up and hang out. You guys might see him as people in the crowd and people there to enjoy, you know, free booze, Nate, if you're listening. So, but, it, you know, you guys might see him. He's still going to hang out, I'm sure. He's still going to be around the shows these days. Could have a an episode of his cooking show at Flophouse one of these days. <laughs> Plus, like, who doesn't show up to Thunder Kitty's birthday? Right. right. That's, that's a little disrespectful. That's totally why we're coming. We've been excited for Thunder Kitty's birthday party for quite. The bitch time. is a hundred. <laughs> that old bitch is a hundred years old. And it's still sassier than hell, whooping everybody's ass. That's it. That is it. So, so far the match is announced for Flophouse Shake and Bake. We've seen the one that we're the sponsors of, the title yes. match, which you just made incredible, like the most badass title match that could possibly happen. The combo of those wrestlers you have in that is just incredible. That's insane, yeah. I mean, what haven't we thrown at, at Hoodfoot? It's, it's a point where you've beaten everybody – it's kind of got to – I got to turn it up, man. I don't know what else to do. Yeah. That one's going to be insane. We can't wait for it, that one. It's a total variety of four different guys, too, with that. I mean, you got the champion in Hoodfoot. You got Justin Kyle, the Carver, and then you also got fucking Satu Jin in there. I was like, four totally different guys that are on, off different scales. I'm at – heavyweights to super heavyweights to I'd even say Carver could probably even pull off light heavyweight, you know? I mean this this is gonna be just a crazy I mean and it's all I've seen hostile man. I've seen hostile. If he just gets up <laughs> up on their lip Yeah right at the bottom they can't walk. Well I haven't finished watching Hostile because of that <laughs> we've seen really some crazy fun. shit at Flophouse too already. And I it's an all fuckery goes match which was the same as our first main event that we had back in the with you know when we had the the four-way last time mm-hmm. it's anything goes so you also have the fall and the submission does have to happen in the ring though that is okay. that is the fact yes okay. fuck yeah. that anywhere shit. the bitcoin boys versus the capital vices yeah the capital vices we were just talking about the Bitcoin boys earlier because uh Flophouse they went up against DTA for or not Flophouse Horror Slam. They went up against DTA for the, the, the titles. And yes. I love the Bitcoin boys. I love how they, they have the moves, they got, you know, the charisma, they do the high flying stuff. And I'm excited for that one because the Capital Vices are something else too. They are. It's gonna be a wild match. You got the veteran styles versus these like kids that can Fucking go! Yeah, I'm still wondering. I think I really think it's going to come down to the three second lottery on that one. What's up? They kept doing this sheesh thing, so I'm hoping to connect with the Bitcoin boys to find out what this thing is that they're doing now. They're there. You guys just walk right up to them. You know how our environment is. Uh I don't do meet and greets. I go go drink with the wrestlers and have a good time. Once you're in the gate, that's our meet and greet. That's how it was last time. We also got the undefeated cutthroat Jordan Die versus the Dragon. 
I might cry if if Dread King can't pull this out. To be honest with you, I might cry. I I can't stand this fucker. This guy doesn't <laughs> shut the fuck up. But what if what if Jordan Die takes down the king? Does he get a shot at the flop house? That's what I'm saying. He won't he won't but... shut the fuck up. We'll never hear the goddamn <laughs> end of it. Uh, this would put him at twelve and zero, right? What? This would put him at twelve and zero if he does dethrone the king. You're correct, I believe. That's it. Yeah, twelve and zero. And that's one hell of a twelve record. Never pinned, never submitted. Doesn't shut. The, maybe turn it into a fucking T-shirt that I have to stare at. <laughs> oh man. Fuck. Nick the Gooch, you got any more matches over there? Um, I got one that's uh, a little been kind of going under the radar. I I hope it's still going down, but uh, Big Cuz is taking on Zodiac. Yes, that is absolutely happening. Yes, dude, I, I seen that at first, and I was like, fuck, that's going to be insane. Those two guys are two mammoths. you never seen Zodiac. That's going to be either. a slugfest. I I promised that match before. Uh, Big Cuz wanted Crash because of his interference at Mania weekend. But I told him he's got to chill because I want to. I'm taking on Crash. That's my beef to settle first. But I promised this match, and I like to deliver on matches that I previously announced. If you, some of you can tell that I've that I've had matches. I got JJ Garrett versus Apollo Star on this card, and I had booked that in December. So. I I always try to make good on those matches. I really it's it, it's like an OCD. It's stuck in my brain till I make it happen. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be Big Cuz versus Zodiac for sure, no doubt about it. That'll be a great match, dude. Those guys are huge. Like Big Cuz, when we rolled up to the last flop house, he seven was foot just like that bouncer status. Like, don't fuck around. <laughs> He's huge. He is stupid. You just watch him come in and step right over the top rope like like it's nothing. I hate like, semi not terribly big dudes step over the top rope, but like when he does it, it's like ah shit. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, it's like it, the rope doesn't even bend in, like he literally just steps over it and you don't even notice. That's how tall he is. It's diesel right there. <laughs> but yeah, like uh Josh said, though, Zodiac isn't a small guy himself. No, not at all. He's the veteran, man. That's going to be... Zodiac won Monster's Ball, too, at Tampa. So Zodiac came in at our first show and lost the Doors match. He came in, Mm -hmm. like, very happy-go-lucky, very, like, yay, I'm going to have a fucking Doors match. And almost had it won and lost it. And I think that's indicative of his mindset then. I think he was too laxed, hood foot won, and literally had the confidence to go take the belt. Um, Zodiac came to Monster's Ball a murder weapon. It was a whole different animal. If you follow him on Facebook, he's a whole different animal than he was last year in September. He's, he's evolved. He's become more... This match is going to go fucking really hard. This isn't going to be like a Haas battle either. It's just going to be good. And also, uh, we're going to have, actually, who had some pretty strong words 
uh, in his promo he released for his match. The strongest man out of land, Arthur McArthur, is going to be taking on yeah. Randy Wise. Holy shit. Yeah. He, he, he said some stuff in that promo there that I know Randy isn't going to take too kindly on it. Like, you want to talk about a black eye, broken bone match? This is going to be the one that's going to it's going to happen in. Randy said, "Randy said I'm going to cave in his fucking eye socket." <laughs> that was so descriptive. He said, "I'm going to cave in his so fucking much. eye socket." I love it. That's going to be a good match. That will be a good. Oh, I'm forward to seeing how that. I, I don't know what got into him. I don't know what got into Arthur. That was a, like I understand the art of competition, but uh, I don't know what got into Arthur. I'll be honest with you. He's he's talking about opportunities. From the day he walked in the the front door, he handed me his list of people he wanted to wrestle, and we've been we've been checking it off ever since. So, uh, Randy kind of took offense to that taking opportunities and she's going to probably like tap the fuck out of him and break that eye socket the guy she's mad she is mad boy <laughs> big mad watch out big Arthur, fucking big mad we'll see, we'll see what happens when we come down and oh my god like i don't i don't know she's not happy that's a check his ass ain't gonna be able to cash <laughs> I hey maybe he's pretty strong. We'll find out. He did try to airplane spin like all of us uh, a couple weeks ago, and then got mowed over. <laughs> Literally <laughs> mowed over. Yes, he did. Yep, and that was at the the last RPW show. Blood, sweat, yeah. And so if he can, who knows? Maybe if he can that. airplane spin her yeah. enough, throw her off her axis, he's he might have it. And then who am I? Then who am I to say? If he can do it, then fuck. And that'll be coming out on May 22nd, right? That's two weeks away. Are tickets still on sale for this too, by the way, or is it sold out? Yeah, invites are still available. And if I get a certain amount of invites, I, I can change the location to accommodate more people. But we haven't gotten to that point yet. And this will be the first show with fans since Flophouse, the first, first their, one. The inaugural show, correct? That is correct. That is correct. Uh, you know, we let some sponsors in over on the big shows like you guys did and stuff like that over pandemic. But this is our first full-blown. Everybody can come get a ticket. The neighborhood, you remember the neighborhood's going to be there. The cops are going to stop. We're probably going to be drinking a lot of booze and probably going to be smoking a lot of weed. And that's probably is a definitely and like it's not 21 and up it's not 18 and up you can come out but you just got to know what it is you know i'm i don't have kids that i know about or that i financially support so <laughs> i'm just saying make the decisions that i would never have had to make in my life <laughs> but there were kids there and they loved it it was it was a different environment when the children came out and then you turned around and the roads stopped, backed up traffic everywhere. Uh, the, was cop, so... the, the cop that we thought was going to break us up that just wanted to help out the next time was the best. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Do to help. 
because that's what we said. We we seen the flashers go. We stood up we're like, oh man, here it is, and it was just to like, get traffic get going again. They were ignoring <laughs> us. I was like, this is shoot. awesome. Shoot, like it's a shoot. The guy walked up to me and said, "Listen, I'm gonna. These are fake tickets. These are just uh, notices. I promise you. Showed it to me and everything. He's like, I'm gonna put these on the car to shut these guys up. This is wonderful. Let me know what I can do to help next time." <laughs> you wouldn't put fake tickets on everyone's car with no con, like no price on it, no contact info. It was hilarious. God, God save the queen. When you show up at Flophouse or whatever, whatever was, we got here in Indy. There was a one-legged man on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He might I be back. I will never forget that. He'll probably be back. <laughs> Get that roof time, baby. <laughs> Gotta get that roof time. Gotta put a camera in his hand. Can can have the one legged man climb up on a roof with a fucking camera in his hand. <laughs> get him in an ass kicking contest. See how he actually fares. I've always wanted to know. <laughs> Fall off. I just want to know. Beating you with it. That's what, right? You can't do that bad. Like, oh, one legged man in ass kicking. Not if I got a prosthetic motherfucker. Like, I'll beat the shit out of you with that thing. You're going down. I mean, shit, look at choke look you at out. What, look at what Gowan does with his leg, man. He's an awesome. Yeah. <laughs> he's great. He's fantastic. He he's definitely awesome. Well, so Shorty, where else can we find your merch at? Uh, I mean, right now I'm on Brainbuster Tees. We're coming out of the pandemic, so I haven't ordered anything in mass right now, but I'm going to do that very soon. I'm going to have a lot of good merchandise at the tables, but right now. If you go to Brainbuster Tees, you can uh, definitely check out my stuff there. My Schwartzy stuff is right there. You can also go and find Flophouse stuff on Brainbuster Tees. I, hell yeah, I strongly suggest going to Brainbuster Tees. I have stuff on Pro Wrestling Tees. I don't feel they compensate the boys appropriately, and I don't feel that their like quality is the same as Brainbuster Tees. So why not get a better quality for the same price? And all my updated stuffs there. So you can find me over on Brainbuster Tees, Brainbuster Tees, Brainbuster Tees. I tell you what, I just got my uh, my Flophouse fanny pack and Gator, man. Those things are fucking awesome. That Gator, that's probably my favorite one. I've never had one feel that comfortable wearing it. Oh, I'm so sad too. I bought one myself and I lost it in Florida. <laughs> you got the yeah, they're really comfortable because I don't like the ones around your ears. They hurt my ears. Yeah. Speaking of Florida, you guys are heading back to Florida. We're going, going back, back to Florida, Florida. I did see a post. You and Crab Wrestling are doing another joint promotion down in Florida. We are. We've 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 linked up with Combat Sport Wrestling or Combat Wrestling. I'm sorry, uh, down there in Pensacola, and we are going to run a three-way uh, regular seven to eight match show, but it's going to be three promotions. Uh, coming together for one night, tropical combat, and it's going to be insane. We're going to intermingle a lot of talent that night. You're going to see a lot of people that don't normally work with each other work with each other that night, and I think it's going to be a blast. Like, it's a pretty solid environment. It's actually almost sold out already. That is incredible, and I just see the post, you know, maybe last week, end of last week, maybe, so... Yeah, it's funny because we've been getting we've been getting a lot of messages on the Flophouse Facebook and Twitter uh, from fans in that area 
And uh, apparently combat is a very family-friendly uh, place. And they're really excited to see some Flophouse. So I've got to subtly draw some dicks on things where people won't see it. Like, <laughs> I, they're so excited for us to go ham and go wild out there. And it's like, remember, no cussing, no this, keep your pants on, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, ah. Uh, all right, time to get kicked out of the prom, boys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Get kicked out. <laughs> That's it. As long as we got a limo, you can get kicked out of the prom. <laughs> now, besides that and Flophouse coming up on the 22nd, any other bookings coming up for yourself? Uh, I do. I do. I will be at RPW uh, coming up. I don't know what they've got in store for me, but uh, I will be at RPW on the 29th. That is the only place I will be that day. We'll leave it at that. <sighs> Uh, I do have, let me see here. I got my old calendar skis right here. I will be at total psychopath, uh, total psychopathic wrestling in Tennessee. Um, they have not announced my match, but they gave me an idea of who I will be taking on and it's going to be fucking wild. They're available on fight TV. That'll be on June, uh, 12th. Uh, we are in Florida for Flophouse, uh, June 29th, June 29th. We will be there for our show in Pensacola. And anything in between, I'm actually available. If any uh, bookers or promoters or anybody that does above bar proper business, I would love to do business with you. I would love to. So I, I am available for bookings. You can just reach out to my various social medias uh, or just send me the big eye emojis or something. Or I don't know. I think that's how we get attention in matches these days. So <laughs> send me the big eye emojis. <laughs> one last thing before we let you get out of here as you know we're still looking for dan we've been posting the videos yeah Any, what what's going on where, 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 I, 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 his, they found his fat stunt double running around the internet that guy looked fucking goofy but i wasn't buying it because i'm not stupid i'm not a stupid man Either Smart man. I eat, my, I eat my noodles and everything. That wasn't Dan. That's right. And that's why we greatly appreciate the the hard private invest investigation you're putting on for us down there. We greatly appreciate Always. that. Where Always. you're, you're putting the hard work in a different state. Hopefully yeah, his, I, his cheap ass will pop around again. I don't get it. I think you guys are great. I think he's a little salty. Either that or, you know, maybe he's in a hangover situation and he's trying to figure out what, what happened. You know, he's trying to retrace the steps and he's just embarrassed. I don't know. But it's uh, irresponsible. I believe he's got a job somewhere. He's probably not shown the fuck up to in a while. Probably. I think it's I don't even know if he has a home over. at this point. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. He's disappointed me greatly. He doesn't deserve one. We're gonna. He's going to have to start from the ground up. Build him a little mud hut to start again on the land that was his house. We're still looking for him, so contact us. Contact Schwartzy. Don't tell him about the mud hut. He'll never show up again. But, yeah, let us know. (laughs) Well, Schwartzy, thank you very much for coming on. Oh, man, it's my pleasure. I love love Pro Wrestling Edge. I really – 
Shut the fuck up. No, you Uh, Hey, guys. Hey, did you see that? Did you see that guy tell me shut the fuck up? That look, that was. You see Fat Fat Dan stunt double? Is that what that was? That yeah, the fat guy again. Oh, I, we didn't. I didn't see anything. No, I want. I'm, that couldn't have been him. No one would pull that sneaky shit on me. We're gonna have to go back and check the recording of this. I'm upset. I'm disturbed for the evening. I won't sleep well. I'm gonna do extra dabs tonight. I was just gonna say, did you have a couple of dab skis before you got on? Maybe you're just seeing yeah. flashes of stuff. I mean, we got his missing poster. I mean, yeah, out. but that doesn't make me see flashes. That's just, you know, that just kind of <laughs> gets me a little stoned. Just a little. Stoned. That was that was that was fucked up, and that was some Annabelle shit that happened in the corner of my screen, and I don't appreciate it. So I'm gonna, I, that, if Dan, if that was you, I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> Traveling down that good old figure four. But Shortsy, thank you so much for coming out, brother. We greatly appreciate pleasure, you and always. everything you do for Flophouse. And we can't wait to see you in two weeks down there. Oh, we're going to party, man. We're going to party. Shortsy, everybody, we're going to get Flophouse as fuck. Oh, yeah. Dude, I don't know what he was talking about, though. I mean, I don't know. My screen was he trying was... to say that he's seen a, a flash of Dan? Like, I didn't want to be rude. I mean, all of our screens are the same. The I mean, I don't know if people know at home how Zoom works. I mean, like, what we all see the same thing on the screen here. So, I think you had too many dashies. That could have just been some hacker shit. Dude, if he's getting hacked, that'd be horrible. But Dan's not smart enough to do that. No. No. Nah, he's too cheap, man. That sounds like some expensive software. You are right. But for real, though, people, you need to keep a lookout for that man because I haven't seen him in months. He's probably homeless with a beard by now. We should actually draw a beard on his missing poster because he probably looks like Santa Claus at this point. Quite possible. Could have hair on his head for all we know, too. We have to start driving through overpasses and shit. Dude, Over what if that's it? What if he's like doing face off, but he's just growing his hair out <laughs> and we never notice? He just has like long, luscious locks. He started, he, he, he killed himself off. He faked his death. He took somebody else's face. He's walking around us. We just don't know. I hope not. I hope we can come back and find him. Or he finds whatever he's looking for in his journey here. But I thought, oh no, May 22nd, get your asses on the Flop House. You heard there's tickets available still. You can find Flop House on Facebook, Twitter, probably Instagram too. Uh, I don't really insta that much. So Facebook or Twitter, I know. Um, $10, all you can drink, jungle juice. I mean, come on. I'm going to get fucked up that night. We're all getting fucking trashed that night. We Uber. We got a hotel down the street. We're getting trashed. <laughs> I don't know if I have too many jungle juices. I might have to walk home or I'm ruining in that Uber. <laughs> I'm carrying you on my back, Gooch. I'm carrying you on my back. You're soldiering this out. You're getting flop house, man. 
about to talk. I'm driving your car, man. It's cool. We got it. We're Ubering. Oh, yeah. But anyway, I mean, I, I can't wait. That's going to be, it's a stacked card. We went over the card. We're, we're sponsoring, you know, the, the main event there, the all fuckery brought to you by PWE. Oh, honestly, let's go real quick. Who you got? It's not even like murder somebody. That is a hard one because you got Satu Jin and Hood, but two big ass fucking brawlers. You got Justin Kyle, who's an absolute monster. You guys know Carver better than I do. Who is it? Who is an actual monster? This who is a monster. I've seen him murder people. I've literally seen him hang people. So I I don't know. This one's kind of a big toss-up for me. I I can't pick a winner. It really is, but I kind of feel like Justin Kyle or the Carver's going to murder someone. I actually just feel like the Carver's going to murder someone and the match is just going to end. Like, I don't know if he can win on a murder. If it's in the ring, he might just murder somebody and then leave the ring with the belt. And I I don't think anybody's going to stop that. I I have to go with I have to go with Hoodfoot, man. Hoodfoot retaining. I like it. Everybody different answers. Then me and him are going to go ahead downtown Indianapolis. Go see some of his friends. Damn! Go to the club! Is Indy open, baby? (laughs) I mean, I feel like really any one of these guys would be a good champion after this match. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. There's there's no Mm -hmm. taking away in that when we say, you know, who we would like to win. There's like nothing against the other guy. I just watched Satu Jin on Saturday, and I just seen him last month against Chuck Stein. You know the guy. I he's a big fucking. He's legit. Dude. He's got some fucking talent. Yes, he is absolutely legit, man. So, yeah. Either way, you can't go wrong. Now, what about the tag match? Who are you guys taking in the tag match? And this is for the titles, right? Bitcoin boys. Are- yeah, it's tag. I'm going with Bitcoin. I think Bitcoin boys are going to retain. I- I think Capital Vice. Capital Vice might pull it off. I'm going with Brokowski here. I I I think the Bitcoin boys. They're just there's something there's something about those guys, man. They got some serious. What you two got? Capital Vices then? Yeah, me and Jordan took Capital Vices. Josh gonna write this down here on the flop house bracket. So I was just looking over there to make sure we we're saying the right ones. Okay, then so yeah, man, I think it's gonna be dope. Apollo and uh, JJ Garrett. Honestly, I think that's a dope one. That's gonna be an insane. That's gonna be a crazy one. Like sixty minute Iron Man match. That's gonna be a drawn out battle. But I think JJ is gonna come out on top on Apollo. I really do. I think Apollo's going to take him to the limit, but JJ is going to squeak away with the win, just barely. I'm calling Apollo. I agree. I'm going Apollo also. Yeah, I'd go Apollo too. I'm all alone. All alone. Another question is, do you think Jordan dies? Dude, that is a that's true the question right there. The Dread King. Oh, that's going to be crazy. Really, that one, yeah, that one's very interesting. Jordan Die and Dread King. 
I mean, we might just let that one play out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if we can actually pick on that one. That's hard. Hey, he's. I like Jordan Die a lot. That dude's dope. He beat Hoodfoot. He's beat. Schwartz. He's, he's beaten know, a lot. Every opponent they've put up against him. 12 and 0 when they ain't slouches. That'd be a tough one. Mm. That's, that's a hard one to decide. We're going to go to the next one because I think Randy West is going to knock a mud hole in Arthur. After that new information about caving in his eye. Or, <laughs> stomping, yeah, caving in his eye socket I, I, after I, that man. promo. See, he, he talked some mad shit, mad dude. Shit, he went full. He's. He's pissed about something, man. Somebody said something about him, man. So I've never seen Arthur act like that before. Well, I mean, we did kind of get a small glimpse at a horse. The last, not the last horse land, but the one before that. We've seen a little different side of him come, starting to come out. Maybe, maybe he'll turn heel. That'd be interesting to see. A heel Arthur. Strongest man. Evil strongest man. Big cousin Zodiac. I think Big Cuz is actually gonna take that one. I do. Honestly, I do. Zodiac. I, I think so too. Maybe I, see him. I think Big Cuz is out to you know let his name be known. Now of course Thunder Kitty's gonna be there, but we don't know what she's doing yet. But on uh, May 22nd, is going to be a great fucking show down there. Flophouse, shake and bake, baby. Shake and bake. Any last words from anybody for today? All I got to say is we're getting Flophouse's fuck in two weeks. Expect a drunken episode. Expect a great fucking time. And by all means, get tickets and go because it's worth four hours trip down. It's a fucking blast. Flop house as fuck, shake and bake, May 22nd, baby. Peace.